Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. make a lot of money. Now, I think I'm an intelligent person, but when I first started doing this, the last thing that I would have said was that I was smart. The smartest thing that I ever did was make the decision to step into an environment that allowed me to increase my own intelligence so that I could actually do this. There's no such thing as a stupid person. The brain is elastic, meaning that Whatever environment we put ourselves in, it is going to adapt itself to that environment. That's why they say that that your income is the average of your five closest people that you hang around. So you hang around people that are millionaires before you know you're going to be a millionaire. You hang around people that are broke, you're going to stay broke. And if you're raised in an environment where people are broke, then the loyalty that you have to that environment will probably keep you broke. But here's what Hill said. Every human being, every human being who reaches the age of understanding of the purpose of money wishes for it. Now, that's absolutely true because money touches everything. So what we have to one of the first things that we have to begin to get out of our mind is, is all the crap about money won't make you happy, uh, money is the root of all evil. Um, when it's that when it actually said the love of money is the root of all evil, which means that money makes the decision, not you, not spirit, not God, whatever it is that you believe there. That's what that that's what that statement actually means. When you love some, when you when you love money, then money's making the decision, or the lack thereof is making the decision. So um, we have to get rid of the all of the false ideas that we have around money. Money is a tool that is absolutely essential for us to live a quality of life. And the quality of life that we want to live is determined by our ability to bring in the amount of money that we need to live that quality of life. So if we have a dream, we're going to need a lot of money to fulfill that dream. If we have a family and we want to raise that family and send our kids off to get a a, a good education, uh, send them off to university, whatever, you know, travel the world, whatever it is that we want to do, we're going to need a lot of money to do that. And most people live from a place where the lack of money that they have in their life makes the decision about the quality of life that they're actually living. So he goes on to say this. He says, wishing, so let me just back up and read this again so that it's, so I'm connecting the dots for everybody here. He says, every human being who reaches the age of understanding of the purpose of money wishes for it. So that the money brings us in the things that we want, the house, the car, the food, uh, you know, being able to go to the doctor, healthcare, you know, all that stuff, education. He said, wishing will not bring riches. He said, but desiring riches with a state of mind that becomes an obsession, then planning definite ways and means to acquire riches and backing those plans with persistence, which does not recognize failure, 
will bring riches. Now I want you to think about this. It is a persistence that does not recognize failure. And the first time that I read that, I said to myself, oh, hell, I've been going about this all wrong because my persistence was kind of like uh, this. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll try to make a phone call. I'll try to make a sale. I'll try to build a business. I'll try to do this. Every time you you make uh, uh, some great vow of amendment to change something in your life, and you say, I will try it, that is a pre-excuse for failure. I tried, but it didn't work. I tried, but the money ran out. I tried, but I didn't have enough resources. I tried, but I was getting too much heat from my family. I tried, but I didn't get lucky, right? So we used to say to people in seminars, try to stand up. You either do or you don't. Trying does not move you out of the chair. So the idea here is that you have to have a persistence that doesn't recognize failure. It also means that you're going to have failure. Now, failure in the sense that that failure is exactly how we learn in life. But at some point in every person's life, failure and making mistakes became something that was bad. When the truth of the matter is, is that prior to that age, and it's usually around when we start to go to school that that, that it becomes bad, we failed at everything before we learned how to do it. We fell down before we learned how to walk. We took the spoon of food and put it in our cheek before we found our mouth. We mumbled our, we garbled our words before we learned how to uh, pronounce them correctly. We didn't know what things were. We called them by other names until we learned what those things were. Money is absolutely no different. So the earning of money, bringing in, number one, we have to learn what is it that actually moves money, what brings money into our life, what is the purpose of money, and what is the mindset that I have to have in order that I bring wealth into my life in abundance, with less effort, in shorter periods of time, how do I do that? How do I understand that? How do I reevaluate my belief system in order for that to happen? Does that make sense, Steph? It does. And, you know, the big thing that I'm getting away, getting, because, of course, you know, as I listen to this, I'm, I'm continuing to learn. I'd never heard you tell the story about Bob and, and, and Leland, which is fascinating to me. Um, but the big takeaway that I'm getting from this whole thing is that if you change your belief, you can unlock your potential. Like, it's really in your beliefs that you keep yourself locked in a box. And if you can just change your belief, you can unlock your potential. And we are getting close to running out of time. I have promised everyone that you have a special back pocket insider tip that you're going to share with them. What do you got for us today? Okay. So the idea is that we're, we're bringing you into our inner circle. It's going to do something that is going to completely change your life and your results because it's going to bring order to your mind where there's not order. When you have not reevaluated your belief systems, you don't have order, you have chaos. When you have chaos, you have results. 
that either you don't want or flip-flopping back and forth between what you do want and then having to deal with all the problems that go with it, which is something that you don't want. So I'm going to share just a brief lesson with you that I want you to take away and think about. <clears throat> this comes from Genevieve B. Wren's book, Your Invisible Power. And she talks about that um, uh, in order to in order to attract into our life the things that we want, we have to bring order to our mind. So she says, when your understanding grasps the power to visualize your heart's desire and holds it with your will, it attracts to you all the things requisite for the fulfillment of that picture by the harmonious vibrations of the law of attraction. You realize that since order is heaven's first law, and visualization places things in their natural order, then it must be a heavenly thing to visualize. But this is where it gets really interesting. So further in the book, she talks, she talks about something a little bit different. And this comes straight from Thomas Troward. She was, um, uh, uh, she was Thomas Troward's only student. Thomas Troward is somebody that I've been studying for a very long time, uh, he was one of the early pioneers in mindset work. Now, I want you to just sit back and take this in, okay? Because it'll literally change everything in your life, and it'll probably change the way that you approach uh, the decision that's in front of you. He says, my mind is the center of divine operation, is a center of divine operation, the divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression, and this means the production of something beyond which has gone before, something entirely new. Now think about that. You want something new, and your mind is a center of divine operation. We have the intellectual factors that give us the ability to create the world that we want to experience in our life. No other form of life on the planet has that ability. Every other form of life in nature is born into the world that it will stay in for the rest of its life. Human beings have the ability to create. That is a divine principle. That is a divine law. That's why we're not in harmony with the world when we're born, because we have the ability to create the world as we go through life but we can only do that through the reevaluation of the belief. So it goes on to say that it is, it, is, it is the expression and the means of the production of something beyond that has gone before. In other words, beyond the paradigm, beyond your results. Something entirely new, not included in your past experience, though proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. Therefore, since the divine cannot change its inherent nature, it must operate in the same manner with me, consequently, in my own special world of which I am the center. It will always move forward to produce new conditions, always in advance of any that have gone before. You, you will experience new conditions that are in advance of anything that you've ever done before. You'll go to the six figures um, on a monthly basis. You will create new relationships. Your life will get better and better and better because your understanding and the evaluation of your belief systems 
that's created the things that you don't want is going to begin to change right from day one. Can you? I'm telling you right now that a, when you get in this, a year from now, you won't even recognize where you were a year ago because it'll allow you to change that much that fast. But it is in an orderly procession of growth. And the, here's the thing. It's already in you. I'm just going to show you how to put it in its proper order so that it can come out of you in a way that you can live your dreams, make the money that you want, and be as, be happier than you've ever been in your life. Does that sound good, Steph? It sounds like a heck of a good time. It sure does. All right, everybody. We wish you an absolute fantastic rest of your day, and we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.